0: eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. So I'm very excited for today's episode because I'm talking about a roadblock that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to making sustainable changes in their lives and things that a lot of people have said have been pretty much holding them back from living more eco-friendly. So today I am talking about how to save money with eco-friendly living. So if you have been wanting to live more eco-friendly, wanting to make more sustainable changes in your life, but money has been holding you back and how expensive these eco-friendly alternatives are has been holding you back, or you're just curious to hear about how making eco-friendly swaps can actually save you money in the long run, then keep listening. I cannot wait to dive into this episode because I love talking about this. I've had another episode that talks about this topic, I think it was episode 4, which is eco-friendly doesn't have to equal expensive, but in this episode I'm going to be giving you 5 specific tips to save money while making sustainable changes in your life, and then I'm going to kind of go into how eco-friendly living actually saves you money. So let's just dive right in. The first tip that I have to save money while living more eco-friendly and sustainably is buy used. This doesn't have to be, you know, buy your sustainable swaps used or sustainable products. I just mean like start trying to buy everything that you can used. Buying second hand is so much better for the environment than buying new products because when you buy secondhand, you are Essentially, uh, like extending the life of a product that someone else no longer wants, right? So, a lot of emissions and resources go into making used products. And so, when you're buying something secondhand, you're not directly increasing the demand for these products new, right? Whether you're buying used clothes or furniture or, you know, dishes or kitchen supplies, like whatever it is, buying secondhand just has a much better impact on the environment than buying these products new. So what I do is pretty much anything that I want to buy, again, whether it's clothes, furniture, decor, yada, yada, I always try to find it secondhand or you know at a thrift shop, on Facebook Marketplace, something like that before I go buy it new. This is one of the biggest ways that you can save money while having a good impact on the environment because buying used is so much cheaper than buying things new and out front. So yeah, this is a very good money-saving tip for eco-friendly living is buying things secondhand. The next tip that I have is reuse anything that you have that you can reuse. So a lot of people are like into running to, you know, Target or TJ Maxx or whatever and buying cute matching glass jars to like organize their pantry organize their snack cabinets, whatever it is, but I really encourage you to try to see what you can reuse. For instance, I, you know, I was one of those people that wanted an an aesthetic, you know, pantry and all of that, and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cute if for all of my chia seeds and flax seeds I had, like, matching glass jars, yada yada, and then I realized, like, If I saved all of the glass pasta sauce jars that I use, I would have cute matching glass jars. They might have, like, some, you know, name brand of pasta sauce on the lid, but that's really not a big deal. I can DIY it and essentially make that disappear. It's not, like, a big deal. So, yeah, just kind of look at the waste that you're producing and see how instead of throwing things away you can reuse them like for instance if you buy a lot of tortillas and you also find yourself using a lot of ziploc bags and you've been thinking about re you know buying the reusable ziploc bags but you don't really have the money to invest in it up front a really good option is to you know save those bags that your tortillas come in and use those to store food in the freezer or the fridge where you would have used ziploc bags you know so you can get creative with this but this is a really good way to lower your waste, um, throw less things into the landfill, and to save you money is just reusing what you already have. The next way is to reduce and cut back on the amount that you are buying. And this might sound like a no-brainer and kind of dumb, but really it has helped me so much. Like I used to think that I had to like go out and buy a ton of new ingredients for every single meal that I made. And then I looked at my pantry and realized it was overflowing with crap that we were not using, like cans of stuff, bags of beans, things like that. So when you kind of like look at what you already have at least if you're someone like me and in the past you've kind of like over-prepared or bought more things than you need in terms of the food in your pantry, then really looking at what you have, kind of taking inventory and seeing how you can cook with what you already have. This is the same thing with um, clothes. You know, if you are tempted, if you want to want some new cute outfits and you're tempted to run to Target and buy a ton of new clothes, I really encourage you to like shop your closet. Actually go through what you already have. Maybe declutter it. That way you get the stuff that you don't like out and you can see what you love more clearly. So you know when you start getting the urge to go out and spend money on these things that you might not really need, just look at what you already have and see if there's a way for you to reduce and cut back on the amount that you're going out and shopping for. This obviously will save you money because you'll be buying less stuff, but hopefully you'll also be using the things that you have around your house a little bit more. At least for me in my experience, that's been what has happened for me. The next tip that I have for saving money while eco friendly living is addressing your habits, especially ones that create excess waste and that you spend a lot of money on that aren't really necessary each month. So, kind of like looking at these habits and seeing if you can shift them or completely replace them with something that is more eco friendly or better for you, you know, better for the environment. So for me, the two habits that I have that I'm still fighting with every day that a lot of people out there can probably relate to are eating out and shopping. You know, whether that's I run into the store for, you know, something random like baby wipes or one food item that I need, like if I ran out of milk or something, and then I get tempted (laughs) to go buy a bunch of products that I don't need. So yeah, those are the two things for me that have... I guess just created excess waste in the past and aren't very helpful for me or you know my financial state or any of that so kind of addressing those and seeing like okay if I feel like going out and ordering food like and we don't completely cut out on these things there are still times where we indulge and go treat ourselves, but since I've been more conscious about it, the amount that I'm going out on random shopping trips or running out to grab fast food or whatever has dramatically decreased because I'm trying to be very intentional about it, if that makes sense. So you don't have to completely cut out these habits altogether, but Like, for instance, I really liked to go shopping or thrift shopping on the weekends. Even if I didn't really need stuff, it was kind of just a habit. So now, especially where I live, the weather's getting nicer, it's getting warmer. I've been trying to go and take the kids out to do fun things that are nature-based instead. You know, whether it's going on walks, going to hiking trails, things like that. So if you take, you know, something that was a habit for you that created excess waste and just caused you to spend unnecessary amounts of money, try to find something that you would like doing just as much as those things. Things that will still bring you joy, bring positivity to your life, but in a way that is both better for the environment and better on your bank account. The next thing, and this is like the biggest tip that I have with sustainable living, is use what you have first. Okay? So if you are diving into eco-friendly living and there are like 20 swaps that you want to go out and buy in order to lower your waste at home and, you know, use these eco-friendly products instead, I really recommend you make a list, whether it's on your phone or in a notebook or something. And as you start running out of the disposable or, you know, not eco-friendly version of those products in your house, that's when you go refer back to the list and buy these things. Like as you, so for an example, just say you want to try shampoo and conditioner bars. Wait until you use like every single drop of your shampoo and conditioner Or maybe like, you know, right before you run out. That way you get a little bit of time for shipping or whatever. But when you are about to run out of this product, that's when you go out and buy the sustainable and eco-friendly version instead. That way you're not, you know, you don't have double products sitting in your shower and you don't feel tempted like, oh, well, I don't know how these, you know, you get the shower bars, but then you're not sure if you like them. So then you go back to using the regular product. Um, you know, so that's been a really good way to save money is to wait until you were going to go out to the store to buy more shampoo and conditioner anyway, and then that's when you buy the shampoo and conditioner bars instead. Same thing with like any other sustainable swap, pretty much. Like if you want to buy a washable version of paper towels, if you want to get some reusable cloth towels to use in replacement for paper towels, wait until you're about to run out of your paper towels. And then buy the replacement and the eco-friendly version of it instead. So yeah, I would make a list of all of the eco-friendly swaps that you want to do. That is, if you're getting started on this journey and you're really gung-ho and you want to drop like hundreds of dollars on products on Amazon, but you really don't have the financial means, like that's totally okay. Just make a list. And then as you run out of these products in your home, you know, then go buy the reusable version. Or if there's certain products that you want to buy that aren't, that you're not really using in your home right now, but you think would help simplify your life and stuff, still make a list. And then whenever you, uh, I guess, get extra money or you know, once a month, once a week, once every two weeks, whatever is in your budget, you can refer back to this list and see, okay, cool, what's the next sustainable swap that I wanted to purchase? So definitely just, you know, whatever method you use, buying these sustainable swaps one at a time both helps your bank account because you're not dropping a whole bunch of money on like 20 different products at once, but it also helps you adjust. I feel like when you try to change too many things in your life at once, it can get really overwhelming and that's what causes a lot of people to just feel burnt out with sustainable living in my opinion and from what I've Seen people say is they try all these products at once and then some of them end up being a dud. They end up not loving them and then they just get really discouraged and kind of start to revert back to their old ways. So when you buy things one at a time and you again give yourself time to adjust to the lifestyle changes that you're making, in my opinion that's a much more sustainable option to actually ensure that you will hold out and continue on with eco-friendly living while also just giving yourself grace and this is a really good one especially if you are a mom or you have a family because when you make these changes depending on how drastic of a change it is you know like if you're a mom and you want to start switching to cloth diapers there's going to be a big learning curve with again, with the products that are bigger like this. So giving both yourself, if you have a spouse, giving them time to adjust to the changes. If you have kids, you know, letting them adjust to these new products that they're not really familiar with. It kind of just gives everybody this grace period and um, again, is a lot less overwhelming than getting multiple new things at once while like completely cutting out the old product from your home, if that makes sense. Here is another tip that if you are on a very, very tight budget, but you do want to make these eco-friendly swaps, but you're like, I literally, I don't know how I'm going to afford like, you know, the $8 for a reusable Ziploc bag versus like the $2 bag that I'm currently buying on my grocery trips. Here's a tip that has helped me kind of save up a little cash for these sustainable swaps. That is Selling your old products. Like, I am really big on decluttering and trying to live minimalistically. So, as I declutter my house, if I find products that I can post on Facebook Marketplace or, you know, clothes that I want to get rid of that I can post on apps like Poshmark or Mercari or things like that, you can sell your old items that you no longer want and kind of save up that money to use as going towards your next sustainable swap. So yeah, there are some ways that you can save money while trying to live more eco-friendly and sustainable. So now I just want to briefly talk about how sustainable swaps save you money. A lot of people see the price of these swaps and of like the reusable versions of the disposable products that they're using and it's really hard to justify making the swap when the sustainable version is so much more expensive than the you know regular version that they're currently using so this is more geared toward products that are actually like that are reusable you know so instead of like you know, an eco-friendly hand soap versus the, you know, regular Dawn dish soap. I'm more talking about like reusable water bottles versus plastic disposable water bottles, or reusable washable Ziploc bags versus the ones that you're supposed to throw away, or, you know, reusable baking sheet versus parchment paper, things like that. So those products, again, they almost all the time will be more expensive than the disposable version. But the cool thing about these items, guys, is that you only have to buy them one time. So they might be a bigger investment up front. You know, if you're going to the grocery store and you go and grab, you know, a little pack or a few reusable silicone Ziploc bags because you ran out of the disposable ones at your home, you're going to be spending like five times the amount of money that you would have on the box of Ziploc bags. But once you buy these once, they're they last a very very long time, especially if you kind of do research and get. You know, brands that people say hold up really well. So you're not going to need to come back to the grocery store and buy these again next month when you run out, right? These will last. So the savings from these eco friendly swaps don't come into play when you first invest in the product, obviously, since they are a little bit pricier. However, when it's three, four, five months down the line and you have not had to replace these items, and you haven't went to you know you haven't had to go back to the store for paper towels or you know plastic water bottles or whatever it is, you will notice a difference. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't had to buy you know. For me, one of the biggest ones at first was paper towels and all-purpose cleaner. Um, I personally use. Flower sack towels as my paper towel replacement and I just have a couple glass spray cleaning bottles that I either DIY cleaner for or I have like a bottle of cleaning concentrate that I'll use in them. So when I think about the fact that in two years I have not had to go out and buy more all-purpose cleaner and I've only had to buy a few like emergency rolls of paper towels for you know things like dog messes and stuff like that, I really think about how much money I've saved over the past couple years just by swapping out these two products. So yeah, just to like sum it all up, when you are looking at the price of these products and figuring out which sustainable swaps that you're gonna buy, really keep that in mind that the savings are really going to come into play months and you know years down the road when you don't have to buy the disposable version of these products anymore. It really does save you so much money in the long run, especially like the more swaps that you do, the less disposable products you're going to have to buy month to month. And that really helps cut down on your grocery bill and the amount of money that you spend that you usually would have spent on these products. So overall sustainable swaps really can save you so much money, but you have to look at it in a long-term perspective versus short-term So if you are getting started on your eco-friendly living journey and you are just pumped and ready to take action and you cannot wait to dive into this lifestyle, I created a free guide just to help boost you on this journey. It is called the Unrooted Living Guide. It's just a quick little PDF That will run you through some of my favorite sustainable swaps, um, some helpful eco-friendly living tips that I have, and I promise it's piled with just really good information. And again, it's completely free to get this, you guys. I made it just for you, just for my listeners, so I can give you guys some extra help After and past this podcast episode. So to get my free guide, go to unrootedmama.com slash guide. And again, it has tips and tricks and my favorite swaps. And it's just jam packed full of good information that will help boost you on your journey to eco-friendly living. So one more time, if you have not got the guide yet, go snag one at unrootedmama.com slash guide. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. I hope that this just helped give you some inspiration on saving money while trying to live more sustainably. So yeah, I hope that this helped you. I hope this gave you some just good bits of information that you can use and apply to your own life. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast and until next time.